Hey, it's Nick from 50 Campfires, and this is the episode of The Daily Outdoor that we recorded on April 26th, 2018. Clint and I share some of our favorite tips for booking a great campsite this summer. It can be a little bit trickier than you anticipate, so we hope that you find some of our tips useful. Enjoy. Camping time. <laughs> Camping time. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Nick from 50 Campfires. And Clint from 50 Campfires. Is camping time a thing? Um, should we write that parody? I would write it. That'd be good. Stop. Stop. Can't be time. time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm into it. All right, good. Me scuttling like across the campsite and that sort of the way that he does back and forth. Yeah, back and forth. Around, no, mm-hmm. around the fire ring. There's a hammer dance that I can do that I think you've seen me do before. You got you got to wear the pants though. Too legit. Too legit to. Anyways, nobody wants to hear about that. <laughs> Happy Thursday, everybody. It is good to see you, and it's good to. It's good to be seen. It is a good, it is a great Thursday. It is why. Oh man! Well, we're oh. supposed to. We're rolling into. We we might hit seventy for the first time this weekend. It is warming up. Things are starting to green up. I'm not seeing the buds yet outside. Mm. It's not quite happening yet. That happened in my house this it morning. It did. So, yeah, That's I got a cool. Plants out front. It's, I live in a new house this year that I did not live in last year. I drove to REI last night and picked up two new kayaks. Want to hear what I have to say? I heard Go it. On. I heard it. He just steamrolled wow, you. I think that my kayak purchase really is more exciting than what's happening really? with the trees you at bought, your house. You bought kayaks? Yeah. What kind of a kayak did you buy? The uh, LE Sound 100XE. So it's a 10-footer. It's four Sounds inches. Expensive. Uh, uh, so we started out with the Menards ones that were like 180 bucks. Sure, those lifetime kayaks. They're the Vipers at Menards uh, is what yep. they're called. Yep. And we were like, well, if we fall in love with it, my wife and I were like, then we'll upgrade in a couple of years. And that was three years ago. So it turns out you fell in love. Uh, did you or did you, you and your wife? Well, we fall more in love every year. But we we really dig kayaking. We really, really Ooh, it's like. It's cold where Sandy's at. We really like going out. I'm sorry. I feel bad for you, Sandy. So we upgraded and bought $600 kayaks. Wow. They're four inches thinner, much nicer seats, actual dry storage in the back. So, and actual V hull, so should track a lot better. I'm stoked for kayaking this year. I've got those, oh. uh, th- that paddle kayak, that Malibu pedal. I'm going to be lighting it up out there. I'll race you one day, maybe. You I'll race you. Race? I'll race you, yeah. When? <laughs> so intense. <laughs> I don't back down from the challenge. Right. Let me get my calendar out. All right. All right. So, anyways, that's that's not what we're here to talk no, about. No, oh, hey, no, I do have one plug that I'd love to get out to everyone first before we What's get started. What's the plug? Is that you need to subscribe to the Fifty Campfires podcast. We're gonna put a link down here in the comments. Uh, it's simple one. Bitly slash. Uh, actually, it wasn't. It was the podcast slash Daily Outdoor. Daily Sandy, do you listen to podcasts? Outdoor. Huh? Hmm. I want to know. Do you? Yeah. What you're thinking. We'd love to have you over there is the point. We're constantly kind of in the top 50 in the sports and recreation category on iTunes. And if you're not if you're not hanging with us, you probably should. That's all. It's a good thing to listen to if you're stuck in traffic. Sure is. So today we are talking about something that you would think is really simple. Hey, I have a tent. Grilled cheese sandwiches. Grilled cheese sandwiches are simple. pretty simple but can be improved upon as we've talked about in the past, but there's a different episode of that, huh. of the daily outdoor. Something that you're like, oh, I have, I'm a camper. I'm just going to uh, open up the internet and be like, 
camping here and just get a site. But oh, they're booking a campsite. Booking a campsite for summer of 2018 is what we're talking about. And we've done it so many times. I like to have you book my, my campsites. I don't even mess around with it. I enjoy the process. You're my campsite Sherpa. I, yeah, I, I enjoy doing that. Yeah. I, for some reason, I really like using the internet to find the best campsite that I can. I, I use it. the internet to find all sorts of things. We, we should move on because right, we don't. On. No one wants to know your search history. Good, good deals me. on pinball machines. That's best, true. Best hikes through wherever I'm going. Old DJ equipment that you buy and never use. That's happened. I'm gonna have a garage rave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so Joe wants to know how you receive podcasts. So I'm gonna touch on that, Joe, real quick. So please do. Depending on what type of phone you have, if you have an iPhone, there's a podcasts app right on your iPhone. Mm -hmm. uh, just search for it. And once you're in the podcast app, search 50 campfires and we'll pop right up. If you're on an Android phone, Google Play Store, again, go to the Google Play Store and search for 50 campfires. Bam. And you can subscribe, you subscribe. And every other day, you'll get a new episode delivered directly to your phone. With Clint and I talking about outdoorsy things. My podcasting app of choice is Stitcher. We are also on Stitcher. We're also on Stitcher. Easy to find, uh, Joe. Podbean's so. good. Podbean's good as well. Oh, we're also on Podbean. Boom. Anything else you want to throw at me? So if you, iTunes. And so, iTunes as well. iTunes, yeah. So, Joe, if you're not using a podcasting app, you should be because it's an awesome way to consume audio content, especially in the car. I actually listened to our podcast this morning just because I normally don't listen to it because I make it. But it was actually it was the perfect length for my drive to work. If you have a commute, Joe, it's a, it's a great way to spend time in the car. And if you shoot us a message on the Facebook page, I'll send you back my list of all my favorite podcasts. They are not outdoor related because there aren't there actually surprisingly aren't well, there's an quite abundance a few that I've, that I've found of outdoor lately. ones. There are a couple. I'm not going to plug them here, but yeah, there's lots <laughs> of them. Yeah, so cool. Sandy said there's waterfalls where she is. Because of all the rain they're getting. Ah, yes. Yeah, Joe, there's like, I have like three that I go through. So I'll send you the list. Just shoot us a message on the Facebook page. All right. So, booking campsites. Oh, that's what we we're talking about. Let's it's talk so about booking campsites. I want to give you guys some tips on booking campsites. Yeah. Uh, including maybe one unethical tip at the end that I've used what? before. Yeah. Oh, this is your, this is your uh, auto <laughs> responder. <laughs> so, first up, finding. So if you if you camp around and you're and you're in the same area, so finding new places to camp. So 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 so, so finding new places to camp, and the one of the ways that I do that is very simple, and that just involves. It sounds dumb, but it works. Is just opening up Google Maps and looking for big green areas in Google Maps. I don't know. I I, I have seen your oh finding new places to camp. I love using. Right, never mind. It's already on your list. <laughs> well, you can read it after nope, I say that. I don't want to say anything. Finding new places to camp. So open up Google Maps. Just look for big green areas. How do you know if it's public land or not? Well, once you find out the name of it, then you can Google it and find out exactly what it is. But I have found all sorts of county campgrounds or national forests or different places that I didn't really know existed. Different places that don't show up if you Google campground. Googling campground usually leads to a list of RV parks. Which, that's, that's which can be all right if that's what get. you're looking for. But yeah, that's usually one of the challenges. Artie and Jane's RV Wonderland. That sounds like a hot spot. <laughs> Are they available on 4th of July weekend? Camp Sherpa? <laughs> no? All right. Uh, do you have another one on here that you, that you use well, that you would want to discuss? I like the idea of Google Maps. And I, I'm going to jump down here to booking a site even though I shouldn't. Uh, uh, you so go ahead. I do what I want. 
So, but the idea of Google Maps, and we've used this quite a few times, is that when you look at a map of a campground, usually it's just a line drawing, right? It's it's the service road that goes around, and it's the little squares that represent campsites. I like numbers. it when it's a really horrible hand-drawn one, too. I like when it's like Microsoft Paint. <laughs> it's drawn. like someone's, someone's grandpa drew it. Yep. But overlaying that with a Google map and aerial view to see that, because you can usually see the shape of the road that they've drawn on there mm -hmm. and figuring out where are you close to water or bathrooms or trees or... This is probably the number one tip launch. I'd say for the takeaway for, for everything we're going to talk about today. It's a, it, it helps so much, especially when you're camping somewhere you've never been before, which yep. we do a lot, right? When we camped in the desert, we were able to find at least some shelter because we pulled up the, the Google map and like, oh, that's really close to a little patch of trees where we could set yep. up a tent next to. And it, that's and super it awesome. helpful. And yeah, a lot of okay. times you might find you're like, oh, 100 yards through the woods on the west side of the campground is a freeway or, you know, you might, you might be able to avoid a bunch of road noise. Or you're back right up to where the uh, Portageons uh, exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's time. The worst campsite Unless ever. Unless you're into that. No. <laughs> that's not a person. Is that a person? Couple of exclusively. <laughs> All right, sorry. Moving on. Uh oh, I made him lose it. It's too late. Couple, We're okay. off the deep end. Couple other ways to find new campgrounds. Um, if you guys haven't heard of the website Hip Camp, Ooh. I highly recommend. And you know what's so interesting about Hip Camp is I always thought it was kind of this like Airbnb of campsites. What's up, Amber from East Tennessee? Hey, Amber, how are you? I really want to make it to Tennessee this coming year. That's a great state. Gatlinburg man. is where I want to go. I'll be there. Um, hip camp. So <laughs> hip camp, I always thought of as a like rental spot, but they've got a bunch of free campgrounds on there as well. I mean, yeah. they have like a really good listing of campgrounds all over the country that are not just available for rent, but places to camp. And they also have uh, spots on there that people who own private land can list a cool spot to camp and then they get a cut. Hip, grant, hip camp takes a small cut. So it could be like, Someone has a cool creek flowing through their 100 acres and they can carve out a campsite. Remember that guy that we got on the phone with from Hip Camp? Not from Hip Camp, but we found him on Hip Camp when we were going to camp in New England. Oh. And he had this like, like concert facility. That ended up bumming us out that we couldn't go there. Yeah. He's like, you guys can sleep on the stage, man. Like, whoa, what? It was sweet. And he like shows, sent us pictures shows of it. there. That yeah, was crazy. I still want to camp there. Um, also, definitely check out Airbnb, Airbnb because you might find a really rustic airbnb that still would be super fun you might find uh a cabin somewhere well, we've stayed in, in a covered wagon yeah right yeah. there's a covered wagon that we rented in on the california nevada border that we found on uh airbnb and it was not a air or bnb it was a covered wagon it was awesome yeah and then the last one that i would that i would say for finding new spots to camp, which is which, I actually do this every time before we go on a field trip. I'll go on to Reddit and I'll go into either the camping spot or the subreddit for that state and say, "Hey, can we camp in the area? Does anybody? What's your favorite spot? What's a lesser-known spot?" And almost always somebody will chime in, and it's like, "Oh, this is some river campground that's the best." So, so Outdoor Bill chimed in. He agrees that Hip Camp has a huge variety of campgrounds: private, public, rental-free. It's amazing. Brett's in the hizzy. What hey, Brett, up? how are you? Uh, Amber is, says her first trip is in a month at Panther Creek State Park. That sounds fun. That sounds Panther Creek State Park. It sounds tough. It's, it sounds sounds really tough. Sounds scary. Yeah. Uh, so uh, booking a site. So once you find out where you want to stay, Nick talked about that, that, which I think is the best tip, which is kind of zoom in and get the aerial view in Google Maps lined up with the campgrounds map. Figure that out. Go, and I, I generally will read, if it's a uh, campground that's kind of more well-known, 
um, type in campground TripAdvisor, and if they're on there, read to the reviews. I like reading mountain reviews on TripAdvisor personally. <laughs> One star. So I just have to tell the story. So we're driving outside of Death Valley, and we drive by this mountain, and Clint's like, I wonder what that mountain's called. <laughs> and he looks it up on Google Maps, and we come up with the name of it. And then he Googles the name of that mountain, and which pulls up TripAdvisor, and there's one review of this mountain as a mountain. One star. One star review. <laughs> like, what kind of a guy or gal <laughs> rates a mountain? Time to review a mountain and give it one, one star. star. Also, what? Yeah, I what, was expecting a lot more. <laughs> what disappointed you so much? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it'd be so, pointier. It helps read for reviews on TripAdvisor. You might get some pretty cool insider tips about the campground. Um, always check. I always check and see if the group site is available. Because these days, um, I, you know, it's not, it's days, not like back in the day. Like the olden days? Oh, back in the olden days where a campsite was eight bucks. Sure. Now you might already be paying. A campsite like, like KOA, electric one's $42. Correct. Yep. And so if you're already paying 20, 30 bucks and the group site's 40 bucks. Yep. Worth it's probably it. worth stepping up. Worth it. We've stayed at a group site a couple times. That group site at Itasca State Park Ooh, that we were at for yeah. three days. We stayed at the Itasca. We also had that group site when we were outside of Portland, Oregon. Yes. That was nice. Lots of space tucked into the woods. Really awesome. Really nice. And then make sure you read the cancellation policy because – Have we ever gotten hosed by that before? Florida is terrible. I love Florida. We wow, had a lot of fun camping there. But their, their cancellation policy for, for the state parks is Florida, brutal. I'm sorry. So make sure you can go the weekend that you're going to go. So – any other tips on, uh, on finding uh, a campsite? That's all, is that all you got? Actually, booking the site. No, because oh. then we have a couple things about before you head to the campground. Sure. No, I think that the, I also like to have a rapport with the person working in the office. Sure. Because usually we've run into some pretty cool friend of mine on Facebook before you, before you go. Usually there. LinkedIn, but yes. No. Jan, Jan, my name's someone's doing some work next door. Jan, this is Nick. I'll be staying at site 4B next month. So Bill was asking about minimum uh, stays for group sites. In our experience, uh, some have minimum stay, but mostly you can stay there for one night. Oh, minimums. No, I think he's asking minimums for number of people. Oh, and that's funny that that's a great question. uh, Bill, every single time I've done this and, and I've stayed at them I bet I've stayed at group sites 20 to 30 times. Like, like I always do it if it's open and I ask them on the phone, I've, they all have the same thing. As long as you're paying the full, you're paying the full price. It's up to you. I don't care if two people stay there. They right. all say that. So yeah. it doesn't matter. They're getting the money the same way. So there, there's, I've never seen them in a, a large fun group. Yeah, And often it's like up to 60 people. And it's like my wife and one or two other couples. There's like you have six the worst of us. group I've ever but seen. But we have like a whole field in your own I brought everyone. I brought everyone I knew. It's my so... wife and her friends. <laughs> it's super fun. So before you head out, things that I like to check. What do, you, what do you like to find out before you drive to the campground? I like to know if, like, what what is there or what... I like to know if there's showers. It's Thursday and, proximity and you're tomorrow. proximity to a shower. Yeah, that's a good thing to figure out. Especially when you're traveling with kids. Mm-hmm. And because there's usually kind of dirty and stinky. Kids get grubby, man. Yeah, man. So does cameraman Jeff, though, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. It's all the hard work I do. Uh-huh. I like to make sure if there is any cell reception. That's Yeah, you're a big proponent of pulling up cell phone maps. Yes, I am. And I found that they're hit or miss. Yeah. Right? Like it shows reception. But it's at least good to have an idea if you're going to have an idea in the pocket. Um, I like to figure out where the nearest liquor store is. Ooh. We've never actually used that tip because we end up driving around all the evening. 
looking for an open muni store. We've been screwed over by that many times, especially if we're hungry and it's eight o'clock. Oh. And you have to drive 40 miles to get pizza that was like $60 for one pizza. Pizza and a uh, cup of watermelon. <laughs> the worst. Bring the worst food. That's the number ever. one tip I can give you if you're camping Death Valley. Oh, bring man. lots of food with you. Bring lots of food and liquid in Death Valley because everything is a million miles away and it's a million dollars. Correct. Remember that awesome, <laughs> that awesome hoagie you had, Jeff? Delicious. From the delicious. Jeff had the best hoagie for. Oh, that's right from $14. that convenience store. Oh, he sat outside naked. I watched him turn colors while he was eating. You couldn't even. I think you had four bites. Oh, Barbzilla's getting pumped for Ampure Camp. Ampure Camp is coming. If you are not familiar with Ampure Camp, it's our annual monster. Did Barbzilla win yes. Ampure Camp? Yep, she did. I believe so. Man, I don't think we have a rule that you can't win twice either. Yeah. And um, we don't have one in effect. That's right. Well, I don't think there's a rule in effect. Yeah, it's no, you annual. Can, you can, It's annual. And you you can't win it twice in one year, though. But we it's coming up uh, following Memorial Day weekend is when we're going to kick that off again this year. It's – no, I didn't. Oh. Oops. Best of luck to you this year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Joe Kozik did. I feel like he did. He won something. I'm pretty warm, sure. Warm feelings coming your pretty, way. Pretty pretty warm apologies. feelings. All right. Um, no, Barb's a super fan. She's, I just made that she's up. awesome. Are we uh, going to connect with her when we're in Michigan? I hope so. I so think that I. would be great. That'd be great. Barb, have beer on a campfire when we come through Michigan. We're going to go all around the whole. Oh, thing. but she did win a big frig. She won one of the big frig, fifty campfires mugs. Very we're going to when you're when we're in your neck of the woods, Barb. We're going to attempt to swim in three Great Lakes in one day. That's correct. Attempt. You don't know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> I am a trained lifeguard. I can swim circles around you. I'm pretty sure. Pretty certain. Mm -hmm. Should be just wow, fine. That is a bold statement. I'm going to leave that float. Get it? Finishing up our booking camping sites. Find out where the nearest grocery stores and liquor stores are, so you don't correct. get there and run out of beer, and then you're like, yep. "Oh, great! It's 50 miles away." Right. That's awesome. Also, if you need more beer, don't go drive and look for more beer. Especially in Mississippi. Bad idea. On a Sunday. Don't do <laughs> hey, that. Boy, it's Sunday. <laughs> uh, this is one that a lot of people don't do, that, but is a really good idea. Take the time to figure out where the nearest clinic and or hospital is at. Ooh. In case somebody gets hurt, yes, the, somebody might know in the camp office, but it might be 10 p.m. And everyone in a lot of these state parks... And especially a smaller state park, they're gone after 5.30. Those campground hosts love it when you knock on their door. I've learned they're, that. Oh, yeah. They're all about that. <laughs> Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. So find that out. That's a good thing to know. And uh, what I also have a very simple one, but I've been, once again, I've been hosed on this one, is does the campground have ice and wood? These are just things to figure out ahead of time. Don't, it's, by the time you get there, it's probably too you late. Go. You are so excited to pull up to camp, get everything set up, and start having fun. If there's no ice and wood, yikes. And... Here's something that we did. Here's, here's something I've done twice. If I'm in a group camp and I actually have a group of people, yeah. okay, I got 20 people at a group camp. We're going to be there for three days. Sure. Get on Craigslist and get a like quarter cord of wood from some guy in the area. He'll, you do this? Yeah, oh, yeah. He'll come in with his pickup and dump it right by the campfire. And it's going to cost you 30 bucks. Really? 40 bucks. Yeah. We've done that twice. It's a camp hack. It's Awesome. How come you've never made a video about that? <laughs> I should because yeah. that is a killer tip. We they'll come in and dump it, and me and my buddies are like, oh, "It's gonna be the most epic bonfire every single night." And we just paid, gave this guy forty dollars. We have a wood 
pile this tall. How much do we pay for wood? We just paid for wood last month. It was fifteen dollars a bundle. It all they they claimed it was a double bundle. Double book. It was sixteen bucks. Fifteen bucks. Those are right? poor wood dealers. Fifteen bucks. <laughs> Every time we go, every time we go out, it gets more and more. It does. I just cringe and I'm like, that's why I've nine dollars for invested, six pieces of wood. I've invested my retirement in firewood futures. <laughs> firewood futures. Is that a thing? Uh, it could be. Good. It could be. If it camping be. continues to grow popularity, which it is, ooh, that might be that might be uh, your two kids' uh, college fund right there. Firewood futures. Firewood futures. Cool. I'm into that. I like that. Oh man! All right, so that's it. Uh, what are you, you doing guys... this weekend? Um, I am stoked. So we are supposed to hit sixty-eight. Dusty, what's up, man? Dusty, our favorite, our favorite snarky follower, and Chris. Hey, Chris. Um, I we just got so it's supposed to hit sixty-eight here on Sunday. Yes. And Lisa and I and at least two, maybe four more people are gonna do kayak Minnehaha Creek Sunday afternoon. Really? Yeah. So water high. It's running at 200 cubic feet per second right now, which is ripping. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, so I'm stoked. You wearing a life vest? Um, I generally strap one to it, but I do not have it on. I set him up for him to knock it out of the park, and he doesn't even do it. Because because you can stand up everywhere in pretty much Miha Creek is waist deep. 200 feet per second, you said? There's nowhere that's over your head in the entire thing. Oh. Not to, not to get way to the end when it slows way down. But boy, oh boy. No, All right, so it's 200 cubic feet per second where they measure it. So a lot of times it goes the same speed, but it's just the water's a little higher. So on Saturday, I am going to hike with the Cub Scouts all day. It was supposed to be the Cub Scout camp out. And what does this involve? So you were going to get a little eat out cookout? Well, yeah, it'll be a cookout, but it's a hike and they're working on their merit badges. Do they look to 50 Campfires Nick for super sweet tips and gear? I don't tell them that I'm 50 Campfires Nick. <laughs> I show up and play dumb dad. No, I help with the kids. Of course. Jana always wears hers. Of Good job, Jana. I have work. mine. I have mine. No, yet. just drop it right now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I'm going to go hike with the Cub Scouts and that should be awesome. Sweet. Yes. And we will be back on Tuesday. Okay. Is that a question or an answer? We'll be back on Tuesday. No, we'll absolutely be back on Tuesday. more Daily Outdoor. Again, remember to check us out on the Daily Outdoor podcast. Get the podcast going in case you and just chimed in and you missed the, the first part. And subscribe to the Magazine, which I've put a link to as well down below. I am Nick from 50 Campfires. And Clint from 50 Campfires. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. All right. Well, I hope you found some of those tips to be really useful. Now get online. Book yourself a campsite this summer. It's going to be awesome. For more tips, tricks, gear reviews, recipes, and more, visit us at 50campfires.com. And don't forget, subscribe and rate the 50 Campfires Daily Outdoor Podcast. We'll see you next time.